Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, Bob Lowry is going to go over the difference between a residential service account and a commercial service account. And we're going to give you some tips on commercial service accounts if you want to take those on and some of the differences between both residential and commercial accounts. I think after listening to this podcast, you're going to have a good grasp on what a commercial pool is and what it entails. And just note that during this recording, Bob Lowry was on oxygen he suffers from a lung disease, and so you're going to hear the machine in the background. So I hope it doesn't bother you too much, but I think the information definitely is great, and Bob presents it in such a clear way and a way that you can understand. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I get asked this a lot, and you're the expert on this because of your residential certification course. Plus, you were a CPO instructor for many years. What's the main difference between a residential and a commercial pool? What would be some of the main differences that you can point out to the listeners? Well, people ask me sometimes, what's the difference between a CPO course and our course? And frankly, the CPO course has about 50 pages of pool chemistry. And our course has 228 pages of chemistry and then a supplemental book that's another 28 pages. So we have something like 260 pages of, of chemistry in our class. Um, so if you, if you want to learn chemistry, we have chemistry. If you want to learn CPO, then they do. They teach you how to clean toilets and showers and, you know, take care of the books and, you know, stuff like that. So um, it's not the same thing, but you know, if you're doing commercial pools, they're required. So people say, well, what's the difference in chemistry? And frankly, the chemistry is the chemistry. What it boils down to, the only difference is that in a residential pool, the chlorine and oxidizer is there for, uh, we are trying to prevent bacteria and algae. And oxidation of swimmer waste is kind of secondary to what we're doing because the main problem is algae and bacteria. In a commercial pool, the biggest problem is bather contamination. And it uses up all of the chlorine and then we have unsafe water. So the difference being that in a residential pool, the reason for chlorination is to get rid of of bacteria and algae. In a commercial pool, the biggest reason that we had uh, that we had chlorine is to get rid of bather contamination and to keep the water safe. So there's two different purposes, and as a result, in a residential pool, 
we can test the water once a week and add some chlorine. In a commercial pool, we have to check, depending on the pool, either we have to check it continuously or we at least have to measure it one time a day. And most health department codes on most commercial pools require that you measure the chlorine level one to three times per day, minimum. Mm. And so you need to check the the chlorine level all the time and dispense chlorine to keep the level up. And I guess another question I get asked too, I know here in LA County, you can either be CPO certified or be certified through the county, through the health department test. So when did it become kind of the rule for, you know, when we're talking commercial pools here, we're talking hotels, apartments, HOA communities, anything where it's not in a residential backyard setting, so to speak. Where did it become like part of the code to have to be certified to do these pools? You know, where did that all come from? And is it, you know, the residential pools, you don't need CPO certification in most areas. What would be the reasoning behind being CPO certified? Well, you know, eventually I think the the homeowners are going to demand that service techs know what they're doing. And there's going to be some kind of certification required because, you know, after all, if you look at what's happened with parents at schools and at uh, daycare places and stuff like that, they're concerned about their children and and are they safe and are they going to get disease and are they going to, you know, come home with black eyes or get in a fight and have somebody bite them or something. There's all kinds of things that they're concerned about their children. And so rightfully so, people are concerned about their kids. And And the bottom line is they've got a swimming pool and they, run the, they want the water to be safe. And they are depending on their pool guy to make their water safe. And there's nothing to say that that the pool guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can go buy a pole and a vac and some hose and go buy some chemicals and put them in the back of your truck and call yourself a pool guy. And there's no difference between him and some guy that's been been through my course and had been in business for eight or 10 years and taken my course and really knows what he's doing versus some guy that, you know, never even read the label on a, on a chlorine bottle. It's, you know, taking care of your pool. As soon as somebody gets sick and they can prove it came from the pool, guess who they're suing? And, and, and even at that, a service guy doesn't have anything to point to. You know, all he can say is, well, I followed the PHTA guidelines, you know, and that's all he can say he did. He can't say he's certified. He can't say he's, you know, he can't point to anything he's done except maybe he's a CPO, but that doesn't prove that he knows how to take care of a residential pool. So I think that the public is going to demand um, that that we know more. You know, you have guys that work as electricians in your house. And they have to be certified. We got guys that work in your house and, you know, they have certification, they have insurance, they're bonded, you know, those kinds of things. And and eventually I think it's going to happen with service techs. And I have yeah. heard in in Florida that there is a movement right now to to have all service techs certified in the state of Florida. 
You mean like a CPO certification? Well, no, not CPO, but just be certified. Hmm. But the problem is that there hasn't been any kind of certification until the Pool Chemistry Training Institute came along and said, we have certification. Mm-hmm. So um, perhaps something like our course will be adopted as a as a uh, as a, a course in Florida. and Other people can copy our course and give a similar course. You know, in L.A. County, you've had to have a. Uh, a license there to be a service tech for uh, it goes clear back to the 1970s mm-hmm. you know i uh, i moved to california in 1977 and believe it or not i don't know if you know this or not but even though i started leisure time chemical in 1977 in 1978 i was a pool guy for six weeks mm-hmm. and i rode with a guy that had a a pool service business in La Cunada, California. And I did this on purpose because I wanted to understand what service techs do and how pools operate and all that stuff. So every day for six weeks, I rode with a pool guy who was a smart guy. He actually in those days taught class to prepare you to take the LA County exam. And he used to teach people the, what they needed to know to take the exam. And so he's a smart guy about pools, but he wasn't a chemist and I wasn't a pool guy. So we befriended each other and and I asked him if he could do it. So I took six weeks off from my job and rode with him every day for uh, for six weeks. And so I've done everything that a pool guy can do. And I've mm-hmm. been a pool guy. So. And, and I'm a chemist, so I have a, a unique position uh, where I know about pools and I know chemistry. So I'm in a better position than a lot of other chemists in this pool industry are in. Yeah, so the CPO certification for commercial pools just kind of protects the, you know, protects you as a pool service provider and also the person that hires you, right, that you're certified. And if there's a problem, you know, it goes, it falls on somewhere, you know. Yeah, but I was a CPO instructor for 21 years, and um, a lot of people just took the course just because they needed to be certified. Mm-hmm. And and some people got, took it because they really wanted to know. But frankly, you know, you use chemistry all day long in those courses, in those classes. And if you've got commercial pools, what's the first thing you do? You check the water and adjust the chemicals. You know, and they teach a little bit about pool chemistry and the CPO course. That's not really enough to to give you a good understanding of chemistry. Yeah, we, we talked kind of about the next question here already, certified residential versus the CPO course. And you mentioned how you focus more on chemistry. So I think I'll just throw it out there. If somebody gets their CPO and they're taking care of a commercial pool, usually they have residential pools also. So I think your course kind of complements the CPO course in a way, or maybe the CPO would complement your course if you look at it that way. But I think you probably need your course regardless if you had the CPO or not. Yeah, I I do believe that, you know, our goal was to teach pool chemistry. And I didn't want to be confused or compete with CPO. So I didn't want to create another CPO course. What I wanted to do was create a chemistry course. Mm-hmm. And so we created a chemistry course. So I can't give you all the stuff that that the CPO teaches. 
you know, they teach a whole lot of things about, you know, evaporation and wind and and taking care of locker rooms and and making sure you adjust this and figure that out in the books and all kinds of stuff. And and while it, it's a great a great thing to to teach you to be a commercial pool operator, it doesn't teach you to doesn't teach you very much chemistry. It doesn't teach you what to do. So we teach chemistry. That's where we are. And I think that a lot of people have taken our course, um, understand chemistry better so that they can be a better commercial pool operator. For yeah. sure. Because all of the chemistry is the chemistry, regardless of the, of the pool. So the chemistry is the chemistry until we get to disinfection and oxidation. And that's where it changes. And I think what, what can you tell someone who's thinking about switching over or adding commercial pools to their account? The first thing I tell them myself is that, well, you're going to have to deal with the, the health inspector, something you probably never have dealt with before with residential pools. And what other advice do you think we should give the listeners here if they're thinking about expanding into maybe the HO community and, and an apartment complex or hotel? Well, it it's a whole nother world. It's a lot different than than you have been exposed to if you've only been doing residential. It's not going to be possible for you to go to a one-time-a-week uh, commercial pool. It's not going to be possible for you to do that. And, and you're taking on the responsibility of providing safe water to everybody that gets in that pool. Uh, for the most part, uh, you're going to have to go to that pool every day. And you're going to need to keep accurate records because at some point somebody's going to get bring a lawsuit against that hotel or motel or homeowners association or something. Somebody's going to have a lawsuit and start legal legal uh, things going, and you're going to need to provide your records. And if you can't provide records, then they're going to find you at least partially at fault because you're going to say, well, you know, I keep the pool between 2.0 and 4.0 parts per million. I keep the pH between 7.2 and 7.8. And you're going to say, yeah, where's your records? Mm -hmm. Where's the test you made on the pool every week, every time? You're going to need to make all the tests every time you go there. If, if Well, not necessarily if you're going to go there every day, but you need to at least make pH, alkalinity, and chlorine level every time you make a test on the water, two or three times a day even. So you're going to need to get automation in there. So you may need to understand ORP and pH so that you can adjust the pH and chlorine levels automatically. And so you're going to need to understand how that works and understand how they can help you to, to maintain the water uh, because they, they measure chlorine and pH continuously. And that's a good thing because they're measuring it all the time. And if you have to go back and prove what the pH was at a certain time, you can prove that. That part of it's good, but you need to understand there's a lot of liability here. And the only way you're going to cover yourself is by keeping really accurate records. And the more work you have to do to keep records and keep things up to date, you have to charge money for your time. And you have to 
uh, charged for the hassle factor because you're going to get a call that there's a diaper floating in the pool from the, the management company. So there's yeah, and you're going to get that. You're going to get lawn chairs in the pool. You're going to get people. You know, you're going to get diapers in the pool, as you say. You're going to get all kinds of stuff. They're going to give you a call and say, "Hey, somebody pooped in the pool. What are you going to do?" Yeah. And they expect you to drop what you're doing and be there right now. Otherwise, you know, their only option is they the health department finds out and they close the pool. And believe me, no hotel, motel, homeowners associate wants their pool closed by the health department. There's too many rumors and too many opinions about what caused it. Mm-hmm. And it's bad for business. And I think in California, a lot of companies will either do all residential or all commercial because it's really hard, like you said, to split it. So if you have, you know, 60 residential and three commercial pools, it's really hard to manage that. And I think that's something to look at. And also, you're going to need more liability insurance. Most of the commercial accounts will require you to have $2 million per incident. So like you said, there's a lot that goes into commercial pools and I, I'm of the opinion that there's plenty of residential pools out there, and commercial pools are going to give you migraine headaches, sleepless nights. Uh, I've done I've I've done those for many years myself, and I'm glad I'm not doing commercial pools anymore. Yeah, I think the only way it makes sense to to do a commercial pool is is if you go there every day, and then you still have somebody that's there that's that is the operator of the pool. Mm-hmm. That they can assist you because if you're the only guy, I mean, some of these places they're gonna they're gonna call you and tell you there's a bobby pin on the bottom of the pool that caused the stain. They're gonna call you at two o'clock in the morning, expect you to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just there's all that kind of stuff. And frankly, I I I would not want to do very many commercial pools. Yeah. I'm in agreement with you. Unless you do it, unless you do it specifically as your business model. If if that's your business model, then my my idea of that would be perhaps you could you could do three pools a day. How much money you're going to make? How much money do you want to make? If yeah. you're only going to have three people paying you, how much are you going to make? And then you have the other aspect. If you lose one of those accounts, you lose one third of all your income. So that's right. Many factors to you know, the commercial pool thing is not just getting your CPO. There's a lot of things that are on the periphery that you need to really think about. And I think yeah. it's important to address that. And and I think your residential course definitely will help them to understand what's going on in a commercial pool. Because to me, I think the chemistry of a commercial pool is much harder. Not only do you have the health department making sure that the spa pH doesn't drop below 7.2, you know, or 7.4, whatever, however, the, however picky they are. But you also have the chlorine demand being higher. So the chemistry part of it, I think, like you mentioned, the CPO course is focused on main drains and other things of of that nature. So your course definitely would come in handy for anyone doing residential and commercial. Yeah, I, I believe so. I think, you know, you need to know the chemistry no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to understand what's going on and how it all works. And having that knowledge will help you and take care of commercial pools better. Well, thanks again for your time. And I know that you're you're um, not in your usual spot in Peru. And taking time out of your week to do this is uh, really thoughtful of you for the listeners here. 
and we really appreciate it. Well, you know, I uh, I also make a commitment. You know, I told you that I would do a a monthly uh, uh, broadcast with you, and and uh, that's my commitment. And I want to give back to the industry. I have been in this industry for many years, and I I would like to give back to our industry. And this is my commitment to once a month uh, providing a, an hour or so of of my time with you to, to chop up into some, some smaller segments so people can listen to them. And, and I enjoy it. This is my life. This is my passion. This is my 48th year of doing this. And, mm. and, uh, as somebody said, you've got all the knowledge. We just have to ra- ask the right questions. Yeah. So, so true. It, it, it's all there. All we need to do is somebody to ask me about it, somebody to access it. Yeah, and I, I learn something new every time that we do this. And one thing that you mentioned about the iron using up the chlorine, I had remembered reading that somewhere, but I never really thought about it again um, after that yeah. fact. But there are that is a factor that besides being nitrates, you know, and phosphates, if the pool has high iron content, you have to look at that too. So people learn new things all the time, and I'm constantly learning new things from you also. Well, thank you again for your time. All right. Have a good day. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, okay. bye. And to learn about Bob Lowry's Certified Residential Course, you can go to his website, pcti.online, and you can register for that course there also. And if you're looking for more podcasts that are recorded with Bob Lowry, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that, and then you can search for, you can put Bob Lowry in the search engine there, and it'll pull up all the podcasts that I recorded with him there. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app